What is up, you beautiful souls? This episode is has been so fun. It's with one of my oldest friends, Samantha Nuttall, and we talk all things yoga for kids, teenagers, and how to instill mindfulness and self-awareness at such a young age and why that's important. She also shares her story from going burnt out in a high corporate job to becoming and starting her own yoga business for teenagers, which is so inspiring. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. So thanks for joining. I'm your host, Jessica Riga, and welcome to The Holistic Hustle, the podcast for curious, ambitious, and open-minded women. If you want to raise your frequency, live an abundant, healthy lifestyle while pursuing your passions, you are exactly in the right place. If this is your vibe, pull up a chair and come sit with us. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of The Holistic Hustle. I am so honoured today to have my friend, long, very long time friend, Sammy Nuttall on the podcast. Welcome Sammy. Hello. (laughs) I wanted to bring you on here today because you've recently done a really cool pivot in your work life. I found it so interesting. I've not really spoken to you since you've done it. Just give us a little bit of background about yourself, first of all. So I am the same age as Jess, so 31. You're 32 now, no? Yes, I had yeah. a birthday in September, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 31, going on 32. And I have worked for the last 10 years in retail. I worked for the same company for 10 years and I at the beginning of last year April last year I I think I had an epiphany (laughs) and I was a bit like this life is not sustainable anymore and I need to do something about it I think it was a long time coming and I left my job and went and trained to become a yoga teacher in June and now I'm here trying to build up my business. Amazing and what's your business called? It's called Sisu. Okay. And it's aimed at teenagers so yoga and mindfulness for teenagers. I did train I did get my qualification in adult yoga and I did an add-on after for teen yoga and mindfulness. I do teach adult yoga classes but my main focus is teenagers. Amazing. And that's why I wanted to speak to you. Like the holistic hustle on this podcast and the women that I work with are very often I see women who are our age or older who have somehow got to a burnout or they're completely have lost themselves, um, maybe in the overwhelm of, of stress and like day to day life and kind of gone from one year to the next where they've not listened to their body or listened to what they actually want to do themselves. And it's got to the point where they're now with kids and they're completely overwhelmed, completely forgotten about what makes them happy and how to regulate themselves. And and they're coming to me to look for help with self-esteem, self-trust, self-belief. And that's one incredible thing I think you do with the kids through this yoga teaching that's actually what you teach the kids at a young age rather than having to get to the age of 30 plus or 40 and have to learn it then when I think it's so much harder to do that Mm -hmm. yeah no that's definitely what my aim is I think 
that age in particular from 12, 13 to 17, 18, when I actually like thought about it and looked around when I came back from my yoga training, there is nothing really for that age. And it's such a pivotal age. I think there's so much there for the younger generation. So the kids up until they're about 10, 11, but between that secondary key stage three age, there's not really much out there. And I think if you can instill it into their lifestyles, then when, when they get to the age of 30, late twenties, it's not so much of a massive life shift I guess and like learning everything again because it's instilled in you I mean we went to school together we I've known you since I think I started your school when I was like 13 and if I think back to how I was at that age I don't know maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit but I feel like I didn't have anywhere near the self-awareness that I have now I didn't really learn about how to deal with my emotions to regulate myself it was you just got on with it that's definitely something that kids need And I think there was a mental health campaign, actually, when we were at school. It just started becoming a bit bigger Mm -hmm. that there is a thing as mental health and it's really important to look after your mental health, but how? And it definitely wasn't taught at schools. No, no, definitely not. And I think we were quite lucky when we were at school because we didn't have all the social media pressure. We Mm -hmm. didn't have all the external pressures in life. We We did have it quite easy, I think, personally. Like, we... We're just living our lives, like having a great time. I think there wasn't so much pressure, but nowadays there's all that pressure. Plus, we went through COVID, so I think that's another mental, like health problem in itself. Yeah, it's all these kind of kids who are now seventeen, eighteen, who spent like three or four of their like most important years in lockdown. So I think like there should be more like a massive massive push for it I think yeah do you know Chrissy Chella yes yeah 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 yeah. Uh, she's she's... I saw she started going into schools and doing it with the girls yeah so for listeners anyone listening Chrissy Chella is a social media influencer started out as like a fitness influencer and I think she has like three million followers now and she's really going into all the schools in the UK or many schools and really helping kids find love in movement and become more aware of their body but also in a way to like how Mm. to love your body how to appreciate your body how to make yourself feel good through movement yeah I guess that's what you're doing as well right are you in are you working in the schools yeah so I actually spent the last six weeks in a secondary school in the area and I actually specifically was teaching yoga to the year 10 and 11 girls oh my goodness And I think when I first went in, I was, I don't know what I was expecting. (laughs) I thought, oh, this might, this is going to be an easy ride. I'm just teaching them yoga. And I went in and the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be really challenging (laughs) and really hard (laughs) because I don't remember being like as chatty and as loud and as just, they just don't like PE. Yeah. So it was challenging at first. Mm. That was the very first lesson. But as I got into it, I was there four times a week. As I got into it, it got a lot easier. And by the end of the six weeks, I was like loving it. It was so rewarding um, to see them so engaged in it. And especially when we get to the meditation at the end of the class and they're all lying down relaxing. It's just such a nice feeling. And I think 
if they can take one thing from that last six weeks, whether it be a breathing exercise or just meditating for a few minutes, just in the present moment, yeah. or one yoga movement, I think I feel like I would have done my job. Well, it's commendable that you've gone into a secondary school to teach girls. I think I did just after I finished university, I did like six months in a primary school and that I wanted to be a teacher and that's what made me stop wanting to be a teacher actually working with the kids because they were so mean to me (laughs) and I was like this life is not for me but I just remembered actually you and I did PE together till year 11 at school so we took it even further than a lot of the kids actually have to do Mm. because you can drop it in your nine right for year 10 Yeah. yeah and I remember back then we had First of all, yeah, horrible PE kits we had. I swear, our coach, our teacher, he never picked us. For example, if it was like volleyball, <laughs> and it was the boys and the girls. He'd always pick the boys because they were better. Like, how's yeah. that going to make us feel good about ourselves? Yeah. And um, we always had to play outside with the boys. I swear we played boys with the, uh, rugby. With yeah, the we boys. did. Yeah. So how's that meant to promote us having fun at all? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So... What does Sisu actually mean? So it means inner strength and resilience. It's a Finnish word. Mm -hmm. So the aim is, my mission is to just empower the next generation through yoga, meditation and mindfulness. So it's finding that inner strength and finding that resilience through movement, meditation, mindfulness at a really important age. Yeah. And you recently did an Instagram post and I loved it. There was it was like a list of things you wish you'd learn at school. And I'm going to read the list out is meditation and mindfulness, breathing techniques, journaling, gratitude is power, how to develop self love and self esteem, putting yourself first is not selfish, emotional regulation, resilience and movement is medicine. And one last one, it's okay to make a mistake. That's exactly what I feel like everyone who's our age is kind of learning now because we didn't learn it back then. Definitely. I honestly do believe that. And it's, they're such simple things that Mm. um, probably in, I don't like to say it, but in some ways more important than the geography you learn or the math the algebra these things are I think so much more important and like you said we are our generation are only just learning these things now I'm so curious because I know I also had like a pivotal moment in my life and career where I really delved deep into all of the these topics because I was so unhappy would you be willing to share with us at what point in your life after you'd spent 10 years working your way up quite high up in your retail job and working and earning good money living in London what most people work towards so what made you change your route or path to go down this way I think there was numerous points actually I think I was in a long-term relationship for seven or eight years and we split up just before COVID and it probably couldn't have come at a better time because we were locked down there was no pressure I was on furlough I was like keeping fit like running every day walking every day and I think I spent probably those years of COVID in a way healing myself I think Mm. and then I came out of lockdown and I got a new role in Harrods in London where I was working 
as like quite high up like operations manager and we have a autumn winter sale and a spring summer sale and I was there for I think it must have been about three or four sales but every sale would come around and I would get so burnt out mm-hmm. and it would just put it would just like push me to such a horrible place where I was just ill burnt out like so stressed and every time after the sale like it got a bit better then the next sale would come along and the same thing would happen and then it got to last winter sale so over December and I was so ill I was really ill over Christmas and it got to January I had two weeks off around when my birthday was and I came back from my time off and I was just like I can't do this anymore I think I got to the point where like I just like fallen off the cliff and I was never going to be pulled back up Mm. and it was a funny one because obviously all the girls from school were all having babies they're all like buying their houses and it was either a point where I was going to like, it was going to push me to rock bottom because everyone was doing everything around me. And I just like fallen into this hole and hated my job, or it was literally going to do the complete opposite. And it literally has done the complete opposite. I woke up one day and I said to myself, I'm just going to hand in my notice. (laughs) I can't do it anymore. And then I booked onto the yoga course and I went away to Greece in June. And I did that. I came back. Actually, before I went away, I met my current boyfriend and it's one of those things where like you kind of take a step away from everything and then everything just falls into place. It was so strange. And it's just kind of been on an upwards, all positive now, I guess. And I just feel like I'm back to my normal self. You know, I think I was just in a rut where I was kind of caught up in what everyone else was doing. Is this really making me happy? And then you take a step back and you're like, but wait, like this isn't what I want to do. It was, it was, it was strange how it all just fell into place. I love that story. I love it. You've done amazing. And definitely if you're going towards rock bottom and you're feeling super burnt out, it's just like the decision, one choice, one decision Mm. away from actually, okay, I can turn this around. I can make something out of this and I can choose to make this obstacle or hurdle or whatever challenge it is in my life right now. I can choose to turn it around and make the best out of it. Like this doesn't have to be my life. And when you go around and around and go in the same circles over and over again, nothing's going to change if nothing changes. Like you have to make a change. That's amazing that you did that. And I think that's where a lot of people get to in their life when they come to me as well and they say they're stuck or they're in this rut. And it's like, okay, well, they know where they don't want to be, but they don't know where they want to go. So you just, that you book the yoga course and you just write, okay, I'm just going to do this. I know it'll be wholesome. I know it'll make me feel better. Like you say, when you start working more in alignment with who you want to be and your goal, then you attract your partner, you attract maybe more money, you attract like happiness, maybe better relationships. It just, all things start to fall into place. The laws of the universe, it's amazing. A hundred percent. I I mean, I think I've always been into that kind of spiritual side and believing in yourself. But I think where you just get so stuck in a rut, it's easy to forget. And then when you just start doing just small, tiny steps, yeah, your life can just change in not long at all. Do you have any like go-to routines that make you feel better, like a morning routine or 
um, a midday routine or evening routine that you could share with some of the listeners that can help you feeling from going from feeling dysregulated or stressed out if you are super stressed out to feeling maybe a little bit better I like to journal in the morning Mm -hmm. and also I think walking as well normally I walk first thing in the morning so I walk the dog that always just brings me back to calm and stillness yeah yeah I love that I have a couple more questions for you first of all do you have two or three things that parents could help their kids with to be a little bit more mindful to bring awareness maybe into their world because I have a couple of clients and I've noticed this here in Germany there's just no support there's in Germany in particular there's no support for parents as well how to help their kids Mm. I think it's a bit more people are a bit more aware in the UK and the US but here in Germany there's like nothing and it's even a fight for some parents to have awareness be brought into schools about mental health so what are like two to three things that parents can do to help their kids with mental health mindfulness I think encouraging mindful activities early on so like what I said about the journaling it's such a simple simple task that anyone can do if you had a notebook by your bed and in the morning the first thing you do is just write three things that you're grateful for it's so simple yeah I love that I think if you can even encourage your child or do that with your child every morning I think that's would make a massive difference also I think I think giving them positive affirmations I think that's a very one important one at that age because I think you can get stuck in that right that I'm not good enough my friend's better at gymnastics than me I'm not as pretty as my friend so again just encouraging them with using positive affirmations again it's such a simple thing all these things are so simple yeah and it's just encouraging your child to maybe just in the mirror in the morning to say I am strong I'm beautiful I am pretty like these three things that can just change your day yeah I love that one. I want to add to it a little bit. Like, I think it's so normal for us to compare ourselves to other people all the time, especially when we're kids, especially when Mm. we're like a little bit more, you're going through the teenage years, you care about what you look like even more, you care about what other people think even more. Parents like helping their kids say, yeah, okay, you're beautiful. Other people can be beautiful too. Mm. That doesn't take away from your beauty. Someone can win at a sports game at school, but it doesn't mean just because you came second doesn't mean that you're not worth anything or that you're not enough. Like those metrics at school don't, I mean, they do matter, but it doesn't matter against your worth. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think also that's why encouraging teenagers, kids to do yoga is so good because it's a non-competitive sport. It's, you don't, you're not competing against anyone. I think that's why it'd be so great to have it in schools because- again you're teaching the kids sports that aren't competitive because I think all of the sports in school are competitive no? <laughs> all of them <laughs> yeah I definitely wish we learned yoga at school I feel like that would have been I probably been one, would have been one of the chatty ones hundred <laughs> percent if we had all of us in um in a yoga class I'm sure we'd have been the same way one more question then what do you think or where would you like to be then in about five years if you carry on doing this with kids in school what kind of movement or Where do you want to be? What can you see for the future? I think I want to create a platform, whether that's online and for that 
generation, so the teenagers, so from about 12 to 17, which includes everything mindfulness, yoga classes, meditations, like breathing techniques. I want it there's some to be something that's centralized that is as big as Instagram, TikTok. Why can't it be like that's what the next thing should be? Not TikTok making like dances. Like it needs to be something influential. And I think there is definitely space for that. So that's where I'm going with it. Big um, dreams. Big dreams, and I know you can do it. It's going to be amazing. I love it. Thank you so much, Sammy. It's been amazing to talk to you. If anyone's listening, anyone's parents or any kids as well, are listening, where can they find you? So I'm on Instagram. Follow me at underscore Sisu Yoga, and all my information is on there. You can contact me on there. But yeah, I can, I'm available online. So if you've got any listeners in Germany who want any help, okay. I am, um, yeah, on the internet. So come and find me. Amazing. Reach out to Sammy or reach out to me and we can yeah. get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, if you enjoyed it, please share it with your friends, family, and please give us a five-star rating. I would super appreciate that. Thank you so much, Sammy. And I will speak to you soon. Thank you.